The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, the, the perennial uh, kickoff to the Lenten season, Ash Wednesday, and this, and this set of readings, you know, we, we get them every time. Yeah, and um, you probably have them memorized, or <laughs> Lorraine, you probably have them memorized. So, uh, yeah, then, and of course, you've probably got my homily memorized already as well. So uh, it presents a bit of a challenge to preach it, and to preach it, uh, you know, four, four or five times on, on a particular day is a, is a bit of a challenge. I want to I want to mix it up and give it a, give a little bit of focus to to some of the different things. But there are some kind of tried and true messages that are, that are here for us. Jesus doesn't say, you know, if you fast, if you pray, if you give alms. He says, when, when, yeah? So, saying this just a couple hours ago, actually, right, is that <laughs> we, we might have heard, and we have heard, I think, any number of different messages about Lent and how we observe it, you know, what we're to do. Um, I actually had someone, I think it was almost two weeks ago now, he said to me, he said, look, Father Daniel, I... I get what you're saying. It's not about what you give up. It's about what you do. I said, have you not heard me once this entire time? I've known you. What are you talking about? Because you're saying Lent is about, okay. Lent is about praying, fasting, and giving alms. Okay, so we can, well, say God in prep, work in us, working through us. We're going to harness this grace-filled season to do those things in prayer, in fasting, and I said, I said prayer and fasting and giving alms. Is three things too hard to keep in our heads at once? Okay, I've reached that loopy time of day. Okay, anyway, prayer and fasting and giving alms. We're going to do those things in those categories that spur us on to participate more deeply in God's own blessed life. So we're going to participate in his love for us. We're tapping into his heart of love for us in works of prayer, facing, and almsgiving. And we'll also find that those works enable us to express our deep devotion for him as well. I said our deep devotion. Very often our devotion 
seems superficial. Okay, fine. We love God. We love God. And we want to love Him more. We love our neighbor. We struggle too. We struggle to do it. We want to grow in love of neighbor. We, we probably struggle a good bit with loving ourselves. See, this is, you know, when you look at the disciplines of Lent, it's quite easy to see which ones at least two of them line up with. You say, prayer. How are we going to grow in love of God except by prayer, except by praying? And the spiritual masters say you learn to pray by praying, which is why in this season we commit to doing something practical in the realm of prayer, something that goes beyond what our baseline otherwise is. Right? So we commit ourselves to pray. We're going to pray. And it's not going to be, you know, I'm, I will pray when I learn how to pray. No, you're going to learn how to pray by praying. Yeah, we, we learn to pray by praying. So we're going to take on something in, in prayer in order that we might grow in love of God, become more intimately familiar with His love for us, receive His love in prayer, and then love Him in return. I want to exchange love for love in prayer. Okay. Giving alms, yeah, it's clear. Yeah, giving alms, so being generous and embodying the generosity of God is about our growth in love of neighbor. That the, those thing, these things seem pretty easy, right? But now when I say fasting is about growing in love of yourself, say, I don't, I, don't, I don't really get that. I don't really get that. But what I'd say is, what I'd offer is the kind of negative view of the thing or the, the, the reverse view of the thing, which is to say that the way that we treat ourselves, especially as it relates to self-indulgence and gratifying every desire that we have, is the furthest thing from love of ourselves imaginable. Yeah, the idea that we have to satisfy every impulse that we have is, leads us to destruction. It leads us to this kind of um, dissipation of self. So in fact, there's, it's, not, it's not even as though um, you know, we, that, that way leads to being, say, angry with myself. It's that, that way leads to having no self at all. So there's no self at all to love. Okay, so we have to, we have to commit ourselves to practical deeds, fasting, which means giving up things. That's what fasting means, right? It means a lot of things. I'm going to use the practical definition. Give up things, okay, fast, so that there can be a self and that we can learn to love ourselves and not simply indulge our every desire, which is what the world tells us, you know, is, is loving ourselves, okay? We also learn how to love ourselves, and we also learn, I should say it like this, we learn the, th the three loves of the greatest commandment, right? Jesus says the greatest commandment. So love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. The second is, the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. We grow in, in, the, in those three loves all together. So we might not know, and I don't expect you to know, uh, you know, as, as a result of this homily, to know what self-love is, that's something that we got to work on a lot, right? We need to put a lot of work into that in order to understand it. But what I'll say is we can let that one go because we can't understand it that well. And if we grow in love of God and love of neighbor, we will find also that we're growing in love of ourselves, because we're more fully realizing who we were made to be when we grow in love of God and neighbor, okay? 
So that was just the preamble. That was just the preamble. Now the now the homily. Okay, because well, this, is, this is the thing. I don't preach. I don't preach a long homily because the name of the game this this season Lent is about growing into radical generosity. Okay, so I'm using that word love. I've used the word charity and the rest. But I really want to own the word generosity. Why? Because God is in himself generosity. Okay, God is an eternal exchange, right? God, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is an eternal exchange of glorifying love. That is generosity. So in, say, in the persons of the Trinity, you have the full gift and the full reception of the other. You have total interpersonal giving, total satisfaction in interpersonal relationship in, in the heart of God himself. It's a radical generosity, always going outside of himself. And then God, in creating us, right, in creating the cosmos, in creating us, is an expression of his radical generosity. He has no need for what he creates. He loves everything into existence. And he sustains us and the whole universe by his, by his love, by the strength of his love. So having made us in his image and likeness, it's ours then to reflect his radical generosity. It means that we want to be pouring ourselves out wherever we go. Okay, not wherever you go, but you know what I mean. You want to say, because I have people come to me and pour themselves out, and they go, well, that's a, that was a little too much. You know, the, so we're going to pour ourselves out in praise of God, right? We're going to go beyond ourselves in as, as radically generous love as we can in praise of God. We're going to pour ourselves out in prayer, and we're going to pour ourselves out in God's service. We're going to love our neighbor with everything we've got, with everything we've got. Okay, so the season is about radical generosity, but more than what we do in this season of radical generosity, we want to honor what God is doing in this season of radical generosity because he's the one who loves us without limit. And it's ours to tap into that. It's ours to tap in this season to the heart of love that God has for us. And you know, lo and behold, it requires so that we can focus more and more on the heart of God for us. Right? So if you want to, you can read. I'll just give you a little bit. Yeah? Jesus' instruction here in praying, fasting, and giving alms. When you look at what he says, right? because Jesus is going to get serious. When he says amen, you should listen more attentively. I know you already listened to Jesus attentively, but more attentively. When he says amen, he's going to say something terribly important, right? something he doesn't want you to miss. So he says, right, when, when the hypocrites go out to give alms, they do it to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. So the question is, this Lent, is what are we going for? What motivates us? Yeah, is it, are, are we living for God and his purposes, or is it something else? And this is why the, those disciplines that we take on in prayer, fasting, and, and giving alms, the most important thing of all in them is that we do them with sincerity. We do them sincerely. So we do them as both expressive of the love of God that we have, and we do it to foster further love of God. And want to, we, we're doing it as an act of, of living in his service, loving our neighbor, and we do it in 
when we focus on God and his purposes, right, when we go to our inner room, when we don't let our left hand know what our right is doing, when we, when we wash our face and the rest, it's because we're focusing totally on God. Yeah, and, focus, and when, we, when we're able to focus our efforts totally on God, then we're right on the precipice of being able to tap into the, the power of heaven itself, which he wants to unleash on the world in us and through us. So here we've become this whole season, we're dedicated to becoming better and better vehicles of, of God's grace, but it's ours. As we see in the book of the prophet Joel, I want to give the, the last word uh, to the one who spoke the first word. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart. This is the, this is the key to living a happy Lent, even if it's a difficult one, right? We're going to live a happy Lent. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart. And so we will.